All right, welcome in. It's a football Sunday. We're all not showered. Uh, we're all kind of getting ready to collectively snort the NFL red zone. Um, so we're pumped. Um, Dylan Corbett, we've got a good – this is Corbett's corner. we got a good uh, little bit of an echo there, maybe perhaps between Cruzen and Ty, maybe on your volume. Um, but I do want to introduce our panel. We've got the Dawson brothers, Ty. Al, introduce them shortly. There are Vikings guys. We've got Matthew Cruzen, of course, uh, my co-host. We've got Sebastian Urban back, our Eagles guy. Eagles, a game that people are going to keep an eye on here today. So we're excited. Uh, quickly, let's just recap. Cruzen and I uh, had some college picks for you yesterday. Cruzen almost had the clean sweep. He finished three and one. I went two and two. I told you guys, round us up. Let's go, America, Boston College. We're going to be hammering our bookies all year long, uh, Boston College, right where I want to start. Disrespected by Duke, by Vegas. Six points? Come on. My goodness. I, I hit that on Monday. I hit that on Tuesday. Uh, I think I won about six total units on just Boston College. I had a pretty good – I think I ended up – I had a great start to the day. ended up finishing about up six units. So BC really carried me. Uh, Matt, I know you watched this game. Jeff Halfley, the offense had some trouble at first, but Phil Jakovic made a bad interception, but he was showing off that arm. He threw for over 10 yards per pass attempt he was averaging. That was incredible. So it's completely – I don't think Duke is very good. So I'm kind of, you know, holding back on full-blown, yeah, we're going to be competing for an ACC championship this year. But as a Boston College fan, we have a defense, forced a lot of turnovers, which I know are lucky. Those are going to even out as the season goes on. But we've got a defense, and we got someone who could throw the football. Running has been our game. We were absent from the run game. David Bailey was less than three yards to carry. He's the He was backing up A.J. Dillon, who went pro uh, last year. So B.C., rolls Duke. Duke was had six points. Imagine that. They were a six-point favorite. They scored just six points the entire game. So America, join me. BC, I think they're legit. Uh, Matt, how did you see this game? And we'll go into Bass's thoughts who caught the game as well. Exactly uh, what we expected, hope for. Sometimes Vegas just has it wrong. Six points. I said, what points? Give me plus 190. Uh, Phil Jerkovic, exactly what uh, you expected, slinging it around. Um, like you said on Thursday, best QB that they've probably had since Matt Ryan. Halfley had the defense locked in. Duke didn't do anything. Like you said, pumped the brakes a little bit. They didn't beat a top 25 team by any means, but definitely liked what you saw. Can't expect much else and looking forward to what's next. Sebastian, I had you uh, locked in on this Eagles spread from the get-go, and you were kind of watching it. When it was 7-6 at half, were you, okay, you know, Dylan, what are you talking about? This team kind of stinks. And then you, you sent me a message once we got that crazy uh, strip play in the uh, Duke red zone, right? So that kind of changed the tide of the game. How did you see the game from an unbiased uh, fan standpoint who was on their spread from a gambling standpoint? Sure. I mean, uh, I was definitely, you know, slightly worried in the um, first half just because I caught it. I caught the spread at uh, plus three and a half. Um, I caught it when it was when it already, you know, went down to three and a half. But the defense looked like some dogs. I mean, when they came out in the second half, you know, forced that um, interception, like, uh, or fumble, was it? Um, from then on, they didn't let Duke do anything. So, um, uh, the offense looked a little shaky in the first half, but they definitely picked it up as well. And the defense definitely led the way. 
That's good stuff. We're going to get the Dalton brothers here in just a little bit as well as we uh, segue into NFL. But quickly, uh, Cruzan and I were on the opposite sides of this Notre Dame game. I hit Duke against Notre Dame in terms of the 20-point cover spread. Uh, they covered easily. So I basically went back to the well, uh, not even just not fading Notre Dame in any way, but just saying, hey, another 24 points. I'll go USF. Matt comfortably laid the points with Notre Dame. And, wow, you could have laid 50, right? They shut him out. How, how about uh, you enjoyed a nice Saturday there as an Irish fan? Yes, comfortably covered. Could have covered two of those spreads. The defense is locked in. That's what um, will carry Notre Dame this year. Clark Lee, a very good defensive coordinator, only in his second year, and he's like 35 years old. Uh, offense had short field position all day. None of the stats jump off the page. They just took care of the ball, moved the ball, scored at will. I expected her out. We got her out and uh, onward. Good stuff. Yeah. So college football really getting going. Big 10 announced their schedule yesterday. They're coming back. Uh, we're going to get some matching Tuesdays. Apparently now everyone, everyone was rushing to cancel. Now they're all rushing to get back to just the world we live in nowadays. Kind of crazy. All right, let's go into the NFL. We're going to go with the Dolphins here. A little bit round table, rapid fire. We're going to get you guys in and out some quick information. Uh, hope to have you guys come across this on your timeline sometime before the red zone and get you guys a little bit informed uh, with some bets. Uh, so with the Dolsons, they're wearing their Minnesota Vikings jerseys. Ty will begin with you, and then we'll just go in a line. Ty, Al, Sebastian, Cruz, we're each going to give you two bets and then wrap this all up with our best bets. Ty, I know you've got some props, my friend. Uh, lay away. I do have a couple props here. Um, I am actually going to – have my best bet coming from the Minnesota game as we are both very excited to hopefully have the Vikings get back on track and uh, get a tally in the win column. Um, however, um, I'm going to look on the opposite side of the ball today. I think T.Y. Hilton over 66 and a half receiving yards. Um, is, you got to lock it in. Uh, last week he had four catches on 53 yards. He had nine targets. Um, the Vikings defense last week, was the equivalent to a below-average high school football team. Yes. Uh, there was zero pass rush and um, gave up 364 yards to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is also a little bit more mobile. Um, but if Phillip Rivers is able to just sit back in the pocket and throw the ball away, uh, he's going to be able to find T.Y. Hilton. Uh, no Cameron Dancer this weekend, so the very anemic uh, secondary for the Vikings becomes even more thin. And then another play that I like is uh, – Rob Gronkowski, over uh, 34 and a half receiving yards. Uh, no Chris Godwin today in Tampa. He has been ruled out. Um, I think that Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, <coughs> sorry, Rob Gronkowski dust the cobwebs off, and um, they make the long offseason um, transition here into what they used to look like in New England. Yeah, that's good stuff, Al. I'll get to you right here. So we'll give you the two bets here. I like that as well. Good information. T.Y. Hilton against, as you said, the Vikings were uh, just the secondary. That's a huge issue coming into the season. I think it was glaring. Uh, so we'll give two good bets there. Nice one there, Ty. And we'll go down the line and we'll wrap this up with our best bets. So, Al, we heard some props. What do you got, my friend? Uh, I'm going to kind of stick with the trend uh, on this first one here. I got a prop that I like. Uh, Saquon Barkley, over four and a half receptions. A little bounce back, huh? Yeah, a little bounce back, yeah. I think uh, – I don't see the uh, Giants winning this game, and I think at the end there's going to be some garbage time where the Bears just kind of uh, play a little prevent defense and 
they'll just toss the ball to Barkley and he'll pick up 10 yards maybe a couple of times there. But throughout his career, he's averages uh, over six targets a game. And um, I think uh, – yeah, that's a good stuff. I mean, he's a guy that's a dual threat back running and, you know, dump off. If you get a couple of dump offs there with Daniel exactly. Jones, you're on the right track there with that yeah. bet. Uh, what else you got? Um, and then the other one I like is the Vikings-Colts game over 49 points. Uh, I locked that in as well. I think uh, the Colts put up 17 points in one half last week, um, which if they do that against the Vikings defense that did not show up. Um, Today, I think they'll could put up 17 points each half. And then the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, uh, in garbage time, he usually makes the most of it and can pick up uh, defense. Quickly before I get Sebastian here, you two. Vikings win? I actually – I do have the Vikings winning. But uh, some people might say it's a little biased, but I do think they squeak it out. Both you guys on the Vikings. Okay, here's another 0-1 team, Sebastian, before we get to your two bets here. Uh, Eagles, their favorite against the Rams. They going to get it done? Um, I saw an interesting stat uh, the other day. Lane Johnson will be playing this week. And I just want to um, tell you Carson Wentz's TD to interception ratio with Johnson in the lineup is 3.9. Without him in the lineup, it drops to 1.2. Um, <laughs> I think him being back is going to be a huge, huge um, – addition for that offensive line uh and i think they can pull it out today get back to one and one that's good stuff yeah they were uh chase young had uh you know the washington what was it seven sacks or something crazy they had their way with uh, philadelphia there for a little bit and now you gotta welcome in aaron donald okay so you've got the eagles bouncing back uh what are two of your bets you have placed for this weekend Sure. Um, Al, I'm actually going a little bit against you here. I think uh, the Giants game is actually going to be pretty close. I have Giants plus five and a half here. Um, a couple of reasons behind that. I mean, Daniel Jones showed the ability to move the ball against a really tough Steelers defense. That's, you know, definitely um, a little tougher than what he's going to be facing today with the Bears. And in addition, I mean, the Bears looked pretty bad for – the better part of the game. I mean, for three quarters, correct. Three quarters, right. And then Mitch Trubisky turn it up in the fourth. I think the Giants, I don't think they win today, but they keep it close enough to cover the five and a half spread. I agree. Yeah, five and a half is interesting. Uh, I'm personally on the Bears because I I, uh, I I think the Giants are just not that good. But five and a half, I think you could catch that back door. And who knows, maybe you're you're catching the public, uh, giving a little too much value to the Bears after just one quarter, right? Uh, what's your other bet for us, Sebastian? We'll bring in Matt here. Uh, my other one is uh, Steelers minus six and a half. Um, that pass rush is, I think, is going to be too much for Drew Locke to handle. And the only reason that, you know, the, the Broncos were even in a close game last week is because Piscowski was one for four um, from yeah. field players. Uh, that's the only reason that game was even close. And um, I think the Steelers just annihilate him and roll today. That's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've covered the Broncos uh, for the last three years or so. And one thing I've noticed that they are terrible at, going to Eastern time zones. I like that play. I think they're going to get smacked today. Uh, two good defenses, so that's a little bit worrisome with the six and a half. But if Roethlisberger wins by a touchdown, I think they could do it. The Broncos really struggle uh, in that Eastern time zone when they're traveling on Sundays. Matt, what do you got there as my email fires off here? Oh, wow, I'm getting pro play systems right on cue. Let's get some pro play systems from Matt. Uh, what do you got on this NFL Sunday? 
Yes, back to the Vikings-Colts game. Jonathan Taylor over 60 and a half rushing yards. I think it is his coming out party uh, with Marlon Mack done with the torn Achilles. Last week, Philip Rivers attempted 46 passes. That is not going to happen again, as poor as the Viking secondary was. I like Jonathan Taylor to have a big day. Uh, then for your Viking or for your Falcons, Dylan, oh. Russell, Russell Gage over four and a half receptions at plus 125. Give me the juice. Russell Gage, ever since being thrust into the starting like slot role with the Falcons towards the last half of last year, in five of the last six games, he's gone over four and a half catches in those games. Last week, nine catches, 122 yards. I don't think he does that again. But I think the Falcons are playing catch up the whole time to the Cowboys. They're airing it out. I think Russell Gage gets half a dozen catches, and that's all we need. And then real quick, from on Thursday, I said I like David Montgomery's rushing prop. If it's anything under 70, it's at 55 and a half. I think the Bears uh, come out and establish the run game. I think they have a lead at the end of the game. So I think Montgomery, 15 to 20 carries, that should be more than enough for him to get over 55 and a half. I like that. Yeah, the Falcons, uh, I hate them. All the sharps are on them again. I'm not falling for it this week, guys. You guys can lose your money on the Falcons. I'll watch it if we happen to be in the NFL red zone that are a disgrace. If Boston College didn't win so convincingly yesterday, I'd be a wreck today. Um, so let's get into it there. Um, best bets. We'll run right through it here and then wrap this up. And, you know, we'll probably, re- yeah, we'll post a pod out tomorrow recapping NFL Sunday, of course, as well. Uh, do want to say, please subscribe. I'm trying to get to 1,000 by September next year. Uh, thank you to those that have already subscribed. I'm trying to get to 40 by the end of this week, this coming week. So thank you for listening, watching. Uh, we appreciate it. And we're going to keep doing this for you guys. Um, so my best bet, I made this earlier in the week. I'm on the Bills. Uh, I think the Bills are legit. Uh, Cruzan's high on them as well. He punched their AFC East ticket uh, way back when in the offseason. So I was on the Bills minus six from the get-go as my best bet. And again, best bets, we're going to keep ourselves accountable uh, each week. So I am on the Bills, and we'll just quickly run through it and then wrap this up. Ty followed by Al, followed by Sebastian and Matt. Go ahead. So my best bet, I'm actually going to be changing it. I had – uh, lean towards the Seahawks that I was going to play as my best bet, but my best bet is actually going to be the jersey I'm wearing right now. Oh. Over 68 and a half receiving yards. Last week, Gardner Minshew completed 95% of his passes against the secondary. Uh, Thielen, I believe, will outduel Xavier Rhodes today, his former teammate. Uh, moral of the story, Rhodes were closed in Minnesota, but Rhodes are wide open in Indy today, boys. <laughs> uh, uh, my best bet, I'm playing Deontay Johnson over five receptions this week. Last week, uh, I know it's a small sample size with only one week to look up so far this year, but he led the team in targets, 10 targets last week. Volume's there, and I think volume will be uh, duplicated today, and uh, he'll go over five. I like it. Sebastian? Uh, I got Niners minus seven. Uh, Let me just really quickly read you Sam Darnold's supporting cast for today. He's got Frank Gore and Kalen Balazs at running back. And then at receiver, Brashard Perryman, Chris Hogan, and Braxton Berrios. The fact that uh, I just don't think they're going to be able to move the ball consistently enough to keep this within a one possession game. I like that. That's great. Yeah, the Jets suck. Matt, wrap us up here. Bring us home. (laughs) Hey, take it easy on Frank Gore. He's moving all the way into the Hall of Fame four yards at a time. 
Best bet, Chiefs minus eight. I think it's up to minus nine or minus nine and a half. Now it started at five and a half. They win by three scores. Dylan, take your six units from Boston College, roll it over onto the Chiefs, and have yourself a weekend. Yes, yes, keep it going. We've had ourselves a good week. Uh, so if you've been following on, we're going to be calling our bookies, hitting them with that Venmo request on a Tuesday, uh, one of my favorite activities. We've got Ty and Al Dawson, the Dawson brothers, uh, repping Minnesota. We've got Sebastian Irvin back on Corbett's Corner here, repping the Eagles. And, of course, uh, yours truly, Dylan Corbett and Matthew Cruz. And thanks for listening. Subscribe, please. We're going to keep doing this for you guys. And we thank you for uh, listening, and we hope you're winning with us. Uh, take care. This is a Sunday edition of Corbett's Corner, and we'll be back recapping uh, tomorrow. Take care, folks.